On this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast, we are sitting down with Angela DeWilde, Executive Director at Start at Zero, a nonprofit organization whose mission is to ensure that parents have the tools they need to be participants in and advocates for their child's health and education. I am Angela DeWilde, and I am the Start at Zero Executive Director. Um, so let's talk about, we're talking about Start at Zero program offered to our community. So tell us a little bit about what Start at Zero is and how it got started. At Start at Zero, we partner with parents of children prenatal to pre-kindergarten, and then we partner with parents toward the goal of healthy child development and kindergarten readiness. So some of our programs are, we do learning checkups, so that checks up on a child's learning. We can do ongoing family visiting, so we can continue the, the relationship with the family with ongoing family visiting. We also have some group programming, so we have play groups in the community, and we have community navigation program as well. So you also asked, how did it get started? Mm-hmm. Started Zero was founded by two Kansas City mothers in 2014. We completed a small two-year pilot program. I was one of the founders, and so I was the parent educator located at a school delivering the pilot to try this out. And then it was a pretty successful and we learned a lot. And so in 2016, we became a nonprofit. Now we have grown to a staff of 12. So it's been very, very fast growth after that. So what was kind of the spark that kind of sparked all of that? Yeah, I was a special education teacher at Kansas City Public Schools. So through my teaching, you know, I got to see a lot of education and I decided to stay home with my children. I was able to do that. Then I started to see child development as starting much earlier than Mm -hmm. kindergarten. So I got very interested in early childhood, thought I would maybe become a preschool teacher. But then I was able to experience some home visiting myself and started to think about the home environments for children birth to, you know, more of the birth to three, birth to five home environments and seeing those as being a really great foundation for what what is happening in our K-12 system. And also seeing parents as as having a really very big role, probably the biggest role in their child's education. Then I started to research what types of programs were out there for families mm-hmm. um, in that early stage. And there were some, but not a lot. So, and that's why we decided to try the pilot and see if we can support that space a little bit more. I mean, I have a four-year-old. Uh-huh. And so I have heard that the brain development between zero and four, zero and five is just exponential. It's just a great window of opportunity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you hear things like they'll say 90% of brain development happens before the age of five. That is in some ways true. There's a lot of connections forming in the brain. So there's just like a huge window of opportunity to support that foundation. Mm -hmm. But we also know that brain is malleable and it can, it can continue to grow and change after the age of five. Mm -hmm. It's just that early childhood is just a very exciting window of opportunity. Mm -hmm. Put those foundations foundations in place. Um, so let's talk specifically about your role with Start at Zero. Mm-hmm. So I am the executive director. I, mm-hmm. I started as a parent educator. During the pilot program, I was able to 
meet so many families and I did over 800 visits during the pilot program with area families listening and learning and after the pilot was complete I was able to bring on a couple more staff who mm-hmm. have been you know so helpful in growing Started Zero to what it is today. Mm-hmm. Something I'm very proud of about Started Zero is that we started with the idea of parent education out of an elementary school but what Started Zero has done well and what I'm proud of is that we have listened to the families and listen to what they are looking for in their community. So actually our playgroup program, which is is a very exciting program that we have, was mm-hmm. the idea was created with from a group of parents who didn't have this opportunity in their community and mm-hmm. saw the need for it. Yeah. And so they were able to connect with, with me during the pilot program. And so I, I said, sure, let's let's try this. Let's facilitate it. I'll facilitate the group for you and mm-hmm. you gather the parents. It was great. It was a success. And so that is how our playgroup program began is by the um, residents in that community saying that, you know, this is something that we are driving outside of our community for. Why don't we have Mm -hmm. that here? Why can't we have that here? Our other programs have also kind of grown from the family's growth from the community needs. And that's really who it's serving. So you kind of want to know what they specifically need for their kids. Let's talk about the main mission goal vision, we start at zero, and what specific need are you addressing? In the Kansas City area, and and Kansas City is not a unique city in this regard, in the metro area, one out of three children are showing up without the skills that they need to be successful in kindergarten and beyond. And then in some of the neighborhoods that Started Zero works in, that number is closer to one in two. So Started Zero tries to address that need in the early childhood space, but we do that in a unique way. We mm-hmm. do that through a focus on the parents and caregivers to grow their tools and to give them tools and skills that they can use to support their child's development. Mm-hmm. Because it started at zero, we use the parents as teachers curriculum, and one of the ideas behind that is that a parent is a child's is their child's mm-hmm. first teacher, and I think that that goes on that they're their child's lifelong teacher. So start at zero focuses on moving the needle on that problem by specifically focusing on the parents and the caregivers. Mm-hmm. So some people ask like, oh, "Are you a preschool?" Mm-hmm. And at this point, no, we don't do any child care. However, we support child care environments. Let's unpack that a little bit more and talk what exactly is the parents as teachers curriculum and what does that look like in the community? So some of your listeners will know what that is Mm -hmm. because parents as teachers has been around. um, It was founded along when I was a baby Mm -hmm. in uh, the national offices in St. Louis, Missouri. Parents as Teachers offers a curriculum for parent educators, so they train parent educators, Mm -hmm. and then these parent educators partner with families of children, prenatal to pre-kindergarten. I like the curriculum because it looks as a parent and the parent educator as partners. Mm -hmm. Um, So the parent is the expert on the child. The parent educator comes with a lot of information about child development and best parenting practices. And so together they can move toward healthy child development and also Mm -hmm. healthy family well-being. The way it's modeled is it's kind of like lessons in home environments. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's called home visiting. We call it family visiting 
because we meet families wherever they would like. So some of our meetings happen at schools, mm -hmm. at libraries, at community centers, or in family homes. So okay. we will meet a family wherever is most comfortable for them. The curriculum involves a check-in on you know how the family is doing and building that relationship with the family. And then there's always an element of parent-child activities. We facilitate parents and children interacting together around an activity that focuses on that child's development. Okay. Then we also, you know, can provide a lot of other good child development information. You know, some of the things parents are you know, always wondering about, okay, my child's tantruming or we've mm -hmm. got this potty training problem or my child doesn't eat anything anymore or yeah. some things like that. So we started Zero Parent Educators and, and all parent educators trained in the Parents as Teachers curriculum can bring information to the family okay. and be able to answer some of those questions. And yeah. sometimes we don't know the answer, but we can go and figure that out for yeah. the family. So a relationship is modeled to be, you know, a two-year relationship with the family. We meet families monthly or sometimes every two weeks for that ongoing use of the Parents as Teachers curriculum and that ongoing family relationship. And so let's talk a little bit about your team. What does the Start at Zero team look like? And kind of, you said they were a little bit mobile. And mm -hmm. so let's describe that a little bit. One of the distinguishing factors of Start at Zero is that our parent educators are housed and officed at local elementary schools. Okay. SVN is our school in the Northeast community. Mm -hmm. um, and then we are in, right now, we are currently partnered with four elementary schools. So we have, each of those schools have a parent educator on site at the school. Okay. And then that parent educator connects. First, we connect with the families of the school and mm -hmm. the younger siblings. And then we, um, the parent educators start to reach out to families in the community. So essentially what we're doing is looking for the future students of that school. So again, that would include younger siblings and then okay. neighborhood and community families. So right now we're in four schools and we would like to, um, we'll continue to grow within the Kansas City Public Schools boundaries. So that's where our parent educators are. Mm -hmm. So the makeup of our staff, we have our parent educators located mm -hmm. at the schools. And then we also have community education workers. Some of your listeners might have heard the term community health worker. Mm -hmm. So it's a spin on the community health worker idea. Community education workers are parents who have been involved in Start at Zero programming um, or parents in the community who are now on staff with Start at Zero. Okay. And so that's the voice of parents can be a part of all of our decisions on our staff. And so that's really, mm -hmm. it's very important to us. Let's talk specifically about who you have in the Northeast, because I know you mm -hmm. work with SVN mm -hmm. correct, and the Olive Center. So who do you okay. have located there? Our two sites in the in the Northeast where you can find Star at Zero almost daily mm -hmm. is SVN. And so Rosanna Ceres is the parent educator at okay. SVN. And she, again, works with the families of SVN and the surrounding community right down the street at the Olive Center. And that's our community site. So that's mm -hmm. at 555 Olive. You can find uh, Susanna Lopez, and she is our community educator on site at the Olive Center. Um, you would also find Gretchen Green, who is our program director. She is often at the Olive Center. So those are the folks who are in the Northeast most of the time. Okay. All of the staff that I mentioned that are working in the Northeast are all Spanish speakers. The playgroups so at the Olive Center are bilingual playgroups. Both Spanish and English are spoken at those 
at those playgroups in the Northeast and all of the, all of our staff in the Northeast speak Spanish. So even if you have a families in the community who would like, you know, a bilingual environment for their child at this point, then send okay. our information their way. If a family's interested in stopping by the Olive Center, it's always great to check our website first. So mm-hmm. our website is startatzero.org. Okay. And then we have a program page and then also a calendar page. Since we are across the Kansas City area, we don't always hold the same office hours. Mm-hmm. So it would be important for a parent to um, either make an appointment with us or check in to make sure that somebody's going to be there before they stop by. The Olive Center is uh, is open to the community and that's where we host our play groups. So if okay. a parent is interested in checking out a play group, again, go to our website to see the, the days and times. We have a Tuesday afternoon group and a Thursday morning group. We also, the Olive Center is also a site for Happy Bottoms. Happy Bottoms is our area diaper bank. And so if a family has a diaper need, then they can come to the Olive Center and sign up. Again, we have specific hours for that. So Mm -hmm. please check our website or give us a call and ask what our hours are for Happy Bottoms. So what Happy Bottoms is, is a family can sign up and they do have to qualify to be able to receive diapers. And then if so, they can have, they can come back every month and pick up diapers. It won't cover the whole, your whole diaper need, but it will Mm -hmm. help a lot. So that is also located at the Olive Center along with our play groups. And qualifications, is that based on income or what does it look like? It is. Mm -hmm. So you can give us a call for more information on that. So for families that are living in the Northeast, Mm -hmm. we have a lot of different programs that are open to the public at the Olive Center, and that's at 555 Olive. Every Thursday, we have a play group starting at 10 Mm a.m., and that's from about 10 to 1130, held at the Olive Center. Any parent or caregiver with a child under the age of five, welcome to attend. You don't have to let us know. You can just show up on a Thursday at 10. And we have activities for parents and children together during the playgroup. There's also another playgroup that goes on every, it's our afternoon playgroup on Tuesday afternoons from 3.30 to 5 o'clock. And that playgroup is the same way. So there's a lot of activities for parents and children. We also have some open play hours. So if one of those play groups does not work for your family, you are welcome to stop by on a Thursday between 1 and 5.30. The space, we have a, a playroom with a lot of developmentally appropriate toys, mm-hmm. and you can stop by Thursdays between 1 and 5.30 with your child to play and to hear mm-hmm. about other things that are going on at the Olive Center. Also, if you'd be interested in Happy Bottoms, we have two times that you could stop by for the happy bottoms that's every tuesday at four o'clock so it's kind of during our play group you could come Mm -hmm. and do both and then every thursday at 10 a.m you could stop by to learn more about our happy bottoms or to pick up if you've already signed up okay so we also have every second saturday we have a large family play group We just hosted one in the Northeast in January, but uh, we'll be returning to a Northeast location probably in the fall. However, if you're interested in joining us on a second Saturday, we host second Saturday family playgroups throughout the city, just at our different school locations and different community locations. Check our website if it's a second Saturday and you'd like to join us. Our website is startatzero.org. One thing I also wanted to touch on that I thought was very interesting was the testing. Um, because you mentioned that a lot of students who are going into kindergarten do not have the necessary skills and they're not ready 
So tell us a little bit about the testing, what it looks like, how families can get their kids into that testing to okay. see what level that they're at. So the program you're referring to is our learning checkup program. Okay. And so just as you take your your little one to the doctor to check up on their health, we recommend that you're also checking up on their brain development and their learning. So we offer one-on-one -on -one appointments for families with children. We can do learning checkups for families with children between the age of four months and six years old. A parent educator meets with a family one-on-one -on -one and we use a screening tool called the Ages and Stages Questionnaire. And so it's a questionnaire we complete with the parent mm -hmm. as the child does activities like block stacking or does your child you know, put their own shirt on or different mm -hmm. things like that. Okay. So it's questions like that that we go through with the family. Mm -hmm. And then it will kind of give an idea of what that child's development is looking like in five areas. So in the area of language, of fine motor, which is using your hands for small movements, and mm -hmm. gross motor, using your, you know, your jumping and your running skills. Language, fine motor, gross motor, problem solving, which is a lot of like early math skills, and also social and emotional. The screening tool mm -hmm. will show the child's development in those areas. And then the results, whenever the parent completes this with a parent educator, if there if there were some concerns about the mm -hmm. child's development, then we can help that parent decide what to do next. And so okay. that might be um, further assessment or that might be a connection to the pediatrician or a connection to early intervention. Mm -hmm. So if a family has some concerns, we can help them with, with deciding what the next steps could be for their family. If our parents want to take advantage of any of these, yes, the family visiting, the learning checkups, the open play groups, happy bottoms, how can they do that? It would be best to go to our website, mm -hmm. startatzero.org, and you would look at the program page. And on the program page, there's a information form, referral form. Okay. And so on that, you can put, you know, name and contact information, and then you can check a box of, you know, which program you're interested in. So if you're interested in setting up a learning checkup for mm -hmm. your child, you can go online and, and fill out that form. And then somebody from Start at Zero will contact you very soon to, okay. to set that up. If you have any questions, you can also call us and we can talk you through it. Our uh, phone number is on our website and you can give us a call and we can talk you through anything. To sign up for any of our programs, mm -hmm. we have very limited paperwork needed for any of our programs. We welcome all families and mm -hmm. we don't have a barrier to, to signing up for anything okay. that way. You can just show up, you can sign up on online or give us a call and we'll, we'll connect you. Is there anything else that you want to mention that I might not have asked or anything you feel is important or did we kind of cover? So the open play in the playgroup room at the Olive Center through a partnership with the United Way. It's actually, if anybody knows what a Success by Six Center is, it's a it's a center for parents and children to come together and it has a lot of developmental toys and it is also a toy lending library. If a parent and child visit and they'd mm -hmm. like to take home a toy that their child is really interested in, mm -hmm. they are welcome to do so and bring it back and exchange it for another toy as needed. That's as awesome. children move through stages of development, they play with something for a week and mm -hmm. then never again. So, yeah. so it's kind of nice to have a bit of a library for toys. Mm -hmm. Also know that that's a resource in the Northeast as well. Do you give that information to parents? We do. Of we like do. What toys yes. That and that's okay. a part of, that's a wonderful question that 
You know, if you were to stop by a play group, give us a call, or stop by open play, we mm-hmm. would be able to have a lot of resources for you when looking. But to answer your question specifically, the best toys for kids at that age are toys that are open-ended. So mm-hmm. these are toys that can be used to do a lot of different things, and the child can use their imagination and use their powers of discovery to do mm-hmm. a lot of different things with toys. Those could be pretend toys like cups and bowls and spoons, stuffed animal, and then of course any kind of blocks and things like that where a child can can build and play in that way. Mm-hmm. And we also have to know that play, while it is often very natural for children, children can also be taught and supported by their parents in learning how to play and exploring, and that's a really great way to to focus on a child's language and development mm-hmm. is through playing. And so that's a lot of what we do at our play groups is we facilitate really rich play environments for mm-hmm. children. Thank you. My daughter's always asking me to play Barbies and play, you know, <laughs> like all these different games. I'm like, okay, let's play like Play-Doh. She loves doing Play-Doh. <laughs> yeah, and so. it's, it's difficult as a parent. I'm a parent myself. To We also need them to play on their own too. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's right. to have oh, a balance yeah. of... <laughs> Okay, sometimes play is a really awesome way to um, focus on their development and and kind of meet them where they are mm-hmm. to to suggest other ways of playing and other um, language and things like that. The helicopter parenting problem is a real thing, so we yeah. also have to balance that with our right. families as well. And that was Angela DeWilde, Executive Director at Start at Zero. For more information on Start at Zero, please visit startatzero.org. And thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast. I'm Elizabeth Roscoe.